Blog Talk Radio. and you're listening to Live Without Limits, Dreams Come True with the Right Mindset. And today's show is Tips to Become the Best Version of Yourself, a Personal Development Journey. Personal development has always been a challenge for me. It used to feel like the world is running away and I can't keep up with it. At some point, I was so frustrated that I left everything and believed I am not the right fit for the world. Things went by. It was probably the hardest time in my life, but now I consider them as the most blessed day. The break from the world made me realize how important it is to focus on my positive traits rather than drowning in sorrow I was used to. From rock bottom, I started my personal development journey. Years later, I am here to share what turned my life around. You will find hundreds of courses online on personal development skills and whatnot, but I think my firsthand experience might help you just a little. Well, for one thing, here's the thing, that for many of us as children, we grew up, especially, let's put it this way, especially if you look back at the 20th century and the anywhere, especially the 50s when it was a very conservative era. And back then, men owned their wives. They owned their children. They were allowed to abuse them. Either parent could abuse you. And that formed your image of yourself. And that's what followed you for years and years until you either got therapy or on your own started reading a lot of self-help books or learning about personal development. And really, personal development didn't really get established until the 60s when you started seeing transactional analysis and psychodrama and several other modalities, and Eric Byrne wrote books about the games people play and the things that we do and how we sabotage ourselves. So why is it necessary to pursue personal development? Before I jump into the ways you can become the best version of yourself, you need to understand why you are trying to improve, that you need to turn your life around. 
and doesn't come from anything but comes from inside you, meaning that you can be the one to take care of that inner child because no one else is going to do it. Think of your current situation in life. Think of the areas that you can become better and think about how becoming better would help you in the long run. The best thing about personal development journey is that there is no boundaries. Whether you want to pursue a technical skill or an emotional one, it's all part of the journey. And each milestone that you achieve will take you closer to what you want to become. When done the right way, you'll be amazed at how much further you've come. Your newly acquired skills or emotions will allow you to grow like never before. While at while all of this sounds like a motivational mumble-jumble, you'll start to notice the differences in both your personal and professional life. For example, if you're not so good at communication, it might hamper your performance at work. You might spend sleepless nights thinking about what you can have said instead of staying quiet. Another example is your self-confidence. If you feel afraid before you start to do anything, chances are you won't be able to complete the task. Various circles will devour your, or rather it will devour you internally if repeated. So you can understand what I'm trying to explain here, right? Before anything, find the goal that you want to achieve and think about how it will change your journey in life. And also, how it can change your life around and as the motivation for your journey. So let's look at it this way. Let's look at some of the games that people play because these are the things that can really affect you and how you think. So there's the yes but story and also it's a kind of way to think about how you take care of yourself and how how you can express yourself. So let's look at some of the things that Eric Byrne talked about when he talked about the games that people play. 
And I really want to talk about it this way, that Games People Play is the best-selling book that psycho psychiatrist Dr. Eric Byrne, which uncovered the dynamics of human relationships. In games, Byrne introduced the theory of transactional analysis to the population at large. Since the population of games people play was written in 1964 and updated on the 40th anniversary of the edition in 2004, over 5 million copies have been sold worldwide in nearly 20 languages. So let's look at it this way. The influence of games people play on others had a tremendous impact both of readers worldwide as well as students. And here's the other thing. The ideas presented within Games People Play provided a deeper understanding of their own social interactions, as well as their motives in these transactions. Now, here's something that one person said about it. Many times in my life, I have placed in social situations that left me feeling so depleted afterwards and I could not exactly grasp why this was happening. When I read Games People Play, I started to understand how many people play these games that end up making me feel used and hopeless. After a year or so, I also began realizing that I play some of these games myself. This is when I really decided to change my life. I began living with a new awareness of the behaviors of not only others, but my own as well. So perhaps the greatest contribution of games people play is the story listed above. With over 5 million copies sold, millions of individuals and couples across the world have used Burns techniques to unlock the mysteries of their relationships. And why is that so important to understand? Well, here's the thing. The games that you play and how you play them is set up so that, like, yes, but, oh, yeah, I can do that for you, but here's the excuse of why I'm not going to. So here's a summary of what the book talks about. And it's important to understand that it's what transactional analysis is. And transactional analysis talks about the parent, the adult, and the child. The parent says, you should. The adult says, I am able to. And the child says, I want. And if you listen and look and list all the things that you have said that you want as a child, then all the things that your parent told you that you should do as your adult parent who you look up to, and then how you look at those conflicts, and then you as the adult within yourself told yourself what you are capable of doing. So let's, I'm going to give you an example of some things. Now, 
We all need to be seen and heard. And transactional analysis begins with the idea that humans need consistent recognition from one another. Byrne called this stroking, and it stems from the fact that infants will die without literal stroking by adulthood, though we've learned to make do with more symbolic contact or recognition. Now, in transactional analysis, there's a story called the fuzzy tale. And it talks about a family that gives out warm fuzzies as though there is no tomorrow. Then a witch comes along and tells them if they keep giving out those warm fuzzies that they're going to run out. So they stop giving them out. And then they start giving out cold pricklies or false fuzzies. And then you start seeing the town shrivel up and die until a hip woman comes along and tells them that it's okay to give out warm fuzzies because they will never run out. And once they start doing that again, then the town starts to thrive and grow. So understanding that and how it's interaction between people, then this is what we're saying, that burn sites, one study showing that Prisoners in solitary confinement develop psychosis and a second that used sensory deprivation to induce temporary psychosis in a lab setting. In other words, lack of social contact leads to psychological starvation. So he also, so that what we're talking about here, and Here's what we're talking about when we say the adult is your rational self. It comes online to handle complex decision-making and other significant calculations and also handles mature adult behavior. The child is the source of spontaneous emotions developing out of early childhood experiences it stores and plays back significant emotional associations. If you were bullied as a kid, your response is that intense emotional experience is deeply embedded in your personality. The parent is all about value judgments and tradition. Everything that you inherit from your family about the right and wrong ways to act, think and feel and becomes your parent's day, and you'll pass it on also. So the child maps to the id, which is the impulses and unconscious energies. The adult maps to the ego, which is rational calculation and decision-making. And the parent maps to the superego, handling moral judgment and values. So as you can see, when we're talking about games people play and the way we handle things, this is how and what we're talking about when we're talking about personal development and understanding how important relationships are in your life and how to have healthy relationships. 
So how to accelerate personal development? This is the section where I start to share my experiences with you. And you might find yourself in the same situation as I was years ago. If not, you'll at least get a general idea. So without delaying anymore, let's begin. Be more open-minded. This was probably my biggest mistake. I couldn't positively look at the world around me. I always thought that everyone thinks less of me. And part of the blame goes to my lack of self-confidence. I couldn't bear it when someone tried to teach me something new. It came to me like they were trying to humiliate to humiliate me by trying to show off their skills. If you do the same, your first task is to change your perspective. Not everyone is trying to harm you. You might not realize it, but you have many well-wishers. It might be someone in the family or a very close friend. So drop your wall at just a bit and let them in. Explore the possibilities that come with learning new things, even if you feel inferior. If you let them teach you something, you'll become equal. So technically, you won't be inferior anymore, right? Try to apply the same principles in all different aspects of your life. Things that used to seem negative to you, try to look at it from a different angle. And there are exceptions, of course. Some people actually want to harm you and make you feel bad, but the percentage of definitely lower than what you think. Now, Many of us have heard about the secret, and the secret is all a repackaging of everything from the self-help industry into the laws of attraction. And the laws of attraction talks about that energy force that you're putting out into the universe. And if the energy forces that you put out are positive and encouraging, well, then guess what? Not only will you draw back to you the energy that you're putting out, and remember this, don't put out that you want something and expect it to come to you just because you want it. You have to work towards it because if you don't put forth the effort, nothing is going to happen. And you hear many preachers into the church say, oh, if you just believe in God, all these things will happen to you. And, oh, if you give a tithe X amount of dollars, you will get that much back. Well, you know what? If you don't put out the effort and you don't work, none of it happens. Just giving it away money to the church is not going to bring it back to you. Now, it's 
nice and it's important to help people who struggle because they don't have the means to do the things they need to do to get to the next level. But it's all about the learning process and it's all about helping each other. Now, get rid of your fears. Fear is one of the biggest, if not the obstacle in your personal development journey. And I'm saying this from my own experience. So let's say this again. Fear is one of the biggest, if not the biggest obstacle in your personal development journey. And I'm saying this from my own experience. For example, if you have an important meeting with a client, you might want to present an incredible idea, phrase that if the client doesn't like it, as a result, you don't propose it at all. It's a classic example of how fear can interfere with opportunity. So don't let unnecessary fear impact your growth. Personal development is all about exploring uncharted areas. Express your mind without any fear. As a byproduct, your self-confidence will grow. You won't feel like you're lagging behind. With time, it's, it'll come easier to yourself. And finding yourself is the biggest achievement in personal development. So learn something new by yourself and recognize where it all comes from. So don't rely on others to learn whether it's your teacher at school or your boss at work, make time to learn something new that you've always wanted to do. And learning new things automatically puts you in a better mood. If we dissect the term personal development, it means your own development. Now, what does development mean to you? For me, when there is a betterment in something, it's development. And as far as I can tell, you think the same. So by learning something new, you are automatically developing yourself. For starters, you can read books. Books are one of the best sources of knowledge and vocabulary. You will be hot or bound to get some new information from any book that you've never read before. But if you're not so much into the books, you can start reading blogs. Just go on the internet and search for something that you want to know. There are hundreds of blogs that you read. Enhance your inventory by yourself. So, observe what's going on around you. What are the reasons behind your frustration? Is the people around you, right? You think you are better, or you rather, you think they are better than you, and that's why you want to pursue the personal development journey. Then why not learn from them? 
It's not necessarily true that people around you are better, and you need to observe them closely to understand that they are just normal human beings like you, and they also suffer from the same fears and anxieties. Just as you have some limitations, they have them also. When you observe people closely, you get better at analyzing their behavior. You will easily understand that the good and the bad about them. So let go of the bad and adopt the good, if possible. Learning from your environment is one of the easiest things to do in your personal development journey. Also, feedback on your development. By now, you already are deep into your personal development journey, but you need to validate your progress, right? So why not go to the family member or a close friend and ask for feedback on what you did It might be a school project, a presentation, communication material on a meeting, improving any of your behavior, or just anything. When you get positive comments on your progress, you get an extra dose of motivation. And you can use this constructive criticism to improve your approach as well. So don't Fear, feedback, embrace them, and understand that they are for your own good. Organize your thoughts, work, and time. One key element to keep your in any personal development endeavor is organization. You must try and maintain everything as efficiently, efficiently as you can. The first step might be to keep your personal and professional life separate. So don't bring work home. Home is your safe space, and it's the best place to accelerate your journey. If you practice meditation, it can help calm you down and get deeper into yourself. Set aside a time for meditation. The bottom line here is to organize your day in a way that you get to do everything. If you work in a stressful environment, it's even more important for you because stress is another big reason why growth was hampered. Always remember this. You can go to my website, and that website is the number one personalcareercoach.com, and you can take part in some courses that can help you develop and overcome your limiting beliefs.